0: And welcome to the first of four episodes. I don't even know, there's no name for the show, but we are going to be reviewing, I should say, I'm going to be reviewing the final four episodes of the Game of Thrones, the Much ballyhood, the record setting uh, series that has captured the hearts of the world for the past nine years. So I figure as part of the JB's Driving Network, whatever you want to call it, and a way to get more people to listen to our podcast, I'm going to do a short 15 minute podcast each week the final four episodes of Game of Thrones as we wrap it up. In this episode, we're going to be discussing the Battle of Winterfell, the big battle. So the past seven and a half seasons, we've been building to this huge battle with the, with the Night King, who happens not to be in the books. Uh, the White Walkers, I guess they're called the others in the books, coming down from the north to invade uh, Winterfell. I mean, this, they, we have been building since episode one for this. Since episode one, we opened this series with the Rangers, the 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 the, 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 the Night Watch uh, out in the north, uh, north of the Wall, uh, checking things out, and that's when they encounter the the first uh, White Walker. Big threat. Been dealing with this big threat, John Snow. First couple episodes, the bastard son, were supposed to nast- bastard son of of Eddard Stark, Ned Stark, uh, sent to Night Watch. Yeah, sent. His whole purpose here is to be dealing with the White Walkers, to be dealing with the Night King. We're not talking about rocket science here. His entire story, short of his lineage of being Rhaegar Rhaegar Targaryen and Lyanna Stark's child, making him the king of of the Seven Kingdoms, has revolved around the White Walkers and the Night King. Think about it. Going north of the Wall. Dealing with the wildlings, meeting his love, who was eventually killed. Uh, meeting uh, Tormund uh, Giantsbane, leading the wildlings now down south, encountering the Night King with his band, along with uh, with Beric uh, and, and 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 um the the, the rest of the individuals uh, Tormund joined as well. Um, but John Snow has been dealing with the White Walkers, and we're I make this point because it's important to the main gist of this short episode about the Game of Thrones and why I have a huge issue with it, a huge, huge issue with it. Um, The battle itself was good. I'll be honest with you. It was a good episode. It was a solid episode. People complaining about the the darkness in the background, uh, apparently that issue has been fixed as far as I know. But what was a big letdown for me with the episode was the actual story itself. I enjoyed the battle. I enjoyed the pacing. I did not enjoy the character portrayal. The episode before episode two, a lot of people were complaining about because it was very slow. We were wrapping up uh, loose ends with uh, with Jorah Mormont. Um, We saw uh, my man, the Onion King, uh, along with um, uh, Brianna uh, and, and Tormund. And uh, Tyrion, and it just it, this it was a beautiful episode with everybody gathering around the, the night before they thought they were going to die, and it was glorious storytelling for anybody who's a writer, you know what I'm talking about. It was glorious story, yes, it was slow, it was glorious storytelling. You saw Jamie Lannister uh, knighting I mean come on, it was great you're building up to a crescendo here, a crescendo, and their portrayal in the actual episode was an afterthought, a freaking afterthought. We saw bits and pieces of, of Jamie, We saw bits and pieces of Bran, some bits and pieces of Tormund, some Padraic, a little bit of Tyrion and Sansa in the crypts as they were cowering. For what reason, I don't know. It was, it was disappointing in terms of their portrayal because you didn't really get to see and it's not just about deaths. It's not just about deaths, because Game of Thrones has built a, a legacy on deaths. It was about, I mean, Jamie came north, defend, to represent his house, defend uh, against the White Walkers for humanity, and you barely saw them during the battle. I thought they really shortchanged that cast of characters that we came to love. That was one of my biggest problems. I didn't like the tactics. All so the tactics were stupid. I think that's been beaten like a dead horse. other YouTube and and uh, potty. I'm not going to talk about that. Doth Rocky charging, whatever, everywhere. Melisandre. The big thing that I had an issue with, the big, huge thing that I had an issue with, was, was, Arya killing the Night King. Arya killing the Night King made no sense at all. I know some of you SJWs out there. Some of you individuals, you thought you, know, you had a whole contingent. Oh, my God, he kicked the ass, girl. Queen Arya. Bullshit. Bullshit. Jon Snow's entire arc has been to deal with the White Walkers, with the Night King. Let me play you uh, episode uh, from season six. I'm sorry, season seven, episode three, when John and his friends go above the wall. You, he, there's a scene with Barrack. And John talking. Beric was the other individual who was resurrected. Let's remember, John was resurrected for a reason. For a reason. Let's hit that scene right now. No. there's another. Killed him. He turned them all. You don't understand. The Lord brought you back. He brought thee back. No one else, just us. Did he do it to watch us freeze to death? Careful, Berak. You lost your priest.: As you can see, the writers put this in for a reason. Barak's talking to John, "Why do you think you're resurrected? This is after let's, let's go back up a little bit. Barak points out the night King saying, "We need to kill the night King." to eliminate all the threat, the entire threat. Because they follow, they're raised because of him. Beric says, you know, I was resurrected for a reason, and so were you, John. Not just to freeze to death, you were resurrected for a reason. We fast forward to the fight. John's messing with an ice dragon, Viserion. Meanwhile, Arya, who's had her own kills, her own story arc, not even in the freaking continent, over in the other continent, becoming a faceless man, killing Frey, having her list, her entire storyline dealing with the arc of 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 the list. But no, the writers, the writers have to give her the kill, even though this kill was meant for Jon Snow. It was meant for Jon Snow. Now some of you might, well, this, this is you know, this was writing at its best because it was a surprise. Queen Arya, go queen, all that bullshit. Listen to this clip here that I'm about to play for you. This is from Beyond the Thrones of this past episode. Listen to this clip right here. For, oh God, I think it's probably three years now or something, we've known that it was going to be Arya who delivers that, that fatal blow. She seemed like the best candidate provided we weren't thinking about her in that moment. One of the great things about having this many people you care about in a sequence together is that you can kind of and pull people's attention and focus to people that they care about a lot, like John and like Danny, Theon and Bran, not to mention Tyrion and Sansa and the crypt. So you're going all over the place with people who you're desperately worried for, and uh, hopefully you forget about the fact that Arya Stark ran out of that castle with the battle drums playing and going towards some purpose, and we don't know what until it happens. We hope to kind of avoid the expected, and Jon Snow has always been the hero, the one who's in the savior, but it just didn't seem right to us for this for this moment the writers their whole purpose in having Arya kill the Night King because it was not expected that is shitty writing If, if you are writing for shock value that is shitty writing when you are writing you're writing to have a character arc For it to make sense, they're saying it would make too much sense to have Jon Snow kill. Well, no shit. His entire story has been revolving around the White Walkers. But all of a sudden, it makes too much sense to have him kill the Night King because they have to have their Me Too movement. That's what this is all about. The Me Too, it's a shock value, a Me Too movement. He's been the hero, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, Arya's been a hero as well. There's a lot of them have been heroes. A lot of them have been heroes for whatever reason. You want to talk about a strong female character, look at Brian. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. But no, we got to give the pint-sized midget the kill against the Night King because it's a surprise. Piss-poor writing. Piss-poor writing. I had a big issue with it. Is Jon Snow my favorite character? I I don't I enjoy the series, but the past couple seasons, the two writers have been have been just cashing it in. Don't matter. They've got other episodes. This is what happens. It happened in Tuck. It happened in The Shield. Two other great series. If you haven't, if you haven't y'all check them out, they're both on FX. The writers at the end of the series, they say, Well, you know, we're just gonna mail everything in. It doesn't matter. In this case, it ruined the story. I could be wrong that the, the, the last three episodes could have something in store, but the fact is, Jon Snow is resurrected for a reason, and the writers eviscerated, it. that reason. Hopefully, George R.R. R. Martin has something else in store for the books itself, but this made no sense. The shock value sucked. Not happy with it, plus it was a very anticlimactic ending. Theon uh, minutes before sacrifices himself. Arya's is waiting in the shadows for him to sacrifice. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Anyway, looking forward to episode four. Uh, I guess uh, you know we're 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 going to see what uh, what happens at uh, King's Landing and uh, the remnants of uh, Danny's uh, forces. Who knows? Anyway, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure to listen to Paul and I on our regular show, JB's Driving Podcast, where we review movies, destroy them from the 90s, 80s, and 2000s. Uh, enjoy this short episode. Make sure to share. In the meantime, I will see you next week. I don't even know what the name of the show is. But we'll see you next week.